Welcome to the Empowered to Connect podcast, where we come together to discuss a healing-centered approach to engagement and well-being for ourselves, our families, and our communities. I'm J.D. Wilson, and I'm your host. And today on the show, we've got uh, one of our favorite people in the world. Uh, We're bringing back an episode with uh, Darren Jones of the Karen Purvis Institute of Child Development at TCU. Uh, It's one of our favorite episodes of 2021. Darren Jones uh, came on to talk about how social systems change. And if you know anything about Darren, um, that is one of the main uh, components, one of the main propellants of his work uh, in his life is helping systems change. So Darren talks with us about everything from uh, the juvenile justice system to uh, family court system and everything in between. You will not want to miss this. Uh, And also, Happy New Year. So this is our first episode of 2022. We will be back with brand new episodes so soon, and we can't wait to share them with you. So until then, please enjoy our episode today with the one and only Darren Jones. Well, as we said in the introduction, we're here today with TCU's Darren Jones and uh, also with Tana Audinger from ETC. And so uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things today. So we'll jump right in. But Darren, uh, first of all, man, thank you for being here with us and, and we appreciate you making the time. So glad to be here, JD and Tana. Awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't we, why don't we start here? I, Obviously, when we're recording this, kind of beginning of the school year, um, we are still uh, dealing with the effects of, of COVID-19 and, and just all over the country, uh, seeing varying levels of, of stress, which brings with it our, all of its own different complications. Um, I know for a lot of parents, just even in our own life, as we're just talking um, as school has started, and, and we talked some this morning, um, the levels of stress and adversity that that we're seeing as families, as parents right now, um, are, are not unparalleled, but they feel that way right now, for sure. Like, we know there have been times in history that have felt this stressful or that have been this um, adversity packed before, but it, it just feels... Uh, so heavy right now and hard. So we thought, um, what if we took time today to talk about the effects of stress and adversity on the body, on on the person, and then um, kind of expand that out and look at how stress and adversity affects systems as well. So Darren, if you don't mind, um, you know, we talk at, at ETC a lot, and I know you guys do at TCU as well, about the um, the five Bs. And uh, for, for people in our audience who have not experienced the five Bs or talked about that before, why don't you, do you mind walking us through that and, and kind of introing into how stress and adversity affects us? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll walk through that. Um, one, one of the things, as you talk about stress and adversity and COVID-19 and uh, this past year that we've had, um, one of the, I don't think it's a surprise, uh, but I want to share before I go into it that um, we typically talk about how stress and adversity impacts, you know, our young people who, who might have had adverse, you know, childhood experiences so much. And, um, and now um, just, you know, whether I'm at the grocery store, talking to my neighbors, talking to family, uh, with just the, the impact of uh, COVID on uh, relationships and loss and, and, and so many transitions disrupted. Yeah. Everybody's had um, uh, these, these adverse, you know, stressful experiences. And, um, and, and so like, you know, as we think about these five B's, I think it's, um, it's, it's uh, um, at, if any time to say yeah. um, every, everybody uh, should be able to relate, you know, how one, uh, when you talk about the brain, you know, how, how those adverse and stressful experiences impact the brain. Um, just for example, I know when uh, uh, the way I think about how, how those experiences impact the brain is I think about, you know, my kids or, or kids that, that I serve um, every day, all day, you know, I might say, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? I might ask a question about your day. Can you do your math homework, your math facts? Uh, right. uh, uh, let's let's jump in the car and go to school. Let's get on the bus, you know, go out on the corner and wait for the bus. All of those things are great. But when you think about um, um, the brain, all of those requests, uh, you know, demands, uh, uh, however you, you put it in your home, those are those are speaking to what we call that that upstairs part of that brain, which is all about processing and problem solving and and, and cause and effect and, and so forth. So when we think about you know the B regarding the brain and, and stress and adverse experiences, 
something for us to know is this, is that for those of us who've, who've had those stressful experiences, you might ask for the upstairs brain functioning. But, but yeah. think about this. Um, a lot of us live what we call uh, in the downstairs brain, which, 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 which means, I always use this example. If, if, I'm, if I'm walking down the street, you know, right now, at, at 8.45 in the morning in my neighborhood, you know, um, uh, most likely um, um, it's not so stressful, you know. So if I see yeah. people coming down the street, uh, um, cars driving down the road, I might wave, you know, here in Texas, you know, we'll do the head nod and things <laughs> of that nature. Uh, some people say, howdy, how you doing, those types <laughs> of things. If, if I hear something in the bushes, you know, um, um, this morning uh, on, the, on the walk, uh, in the neighborhood, you know, I might look in, in my neighborhood. It's, it's probably a gecko, a little lizard, you know, yeah. uh, a horned frog, something like that. Uh, but 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 this is something to think about. Change that from 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 eight forty five in the morning to to, to three forty five in the morning, and it's and it's pitch black outside. And and so so think about uh, what what I'm probably living in my downstairs brain, and more than likely before I even step outside. I'm already uh, prepared to 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 you know we put it in terms of fight flight freeze but but I'm I'm already um, uh, in my downstairs brain literally uh, in survival mode so yeah. so now as I see somebody at 3:45 in the morning you know uh, um, I, I, I'm I'm not saying howdy how you doing and I'm waving you know I'm I'm I might go to the other side of the street you right. know. Uh, me in in my history and background, I'm 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 picking up something. I got a stick or I got my pocket knife. You know, if I'm just being right. honest, right? For um, sure. And, and I'm already putting in strategies uh, to survive. If I hear something in the in the in the uh, in the bushes, Tony and JD at three forty five in the morning, and, and, if, <laughs> and, yep. and if, yep. if if y'all are with me, you you better come on. Yeah, you say both. We are out of <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, I'm I'm running in in this. In, yeah, and this is yeah. this is this is the thing about it when you, when you think about the brain and and how stress impacts us mm-hmm. in in that moment when I hear something in the bushes, we could be you know uh, the best of friends you yeah. know we could be family members. I'm not processing with the upstairs brain saying uh, JD Tana you know do, do y'all want to run with me? <laughs> I'm not processing. Right. I'm not problem solving. I'm just reacting, yeah. You yeah. know, and 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 I'm trying to survive, and I run, and and this is my point in sharing that example. For our kids, uh, uh, for for adults who who who've been impacted by their stress, this this is the thing. We stay in in three forty five a.m. mode, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Mm. If if we're not doing anything. To 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 do what we talk about, you know, speak amygdala, speak to uh, um, uh, how to calm the downstairs brain, you know, how to support, you know, the upstairs functioning and so forth. So so anyway, um, I, I typically share more about uh, the brain uh, because that's that's where it all starts. Every everything starts there. Yeah. Um, um, so we so we have to not necessarily be um, um, neuroscientists. I'm I'm nowhere near. You know, a, a neuroscientist. I'm far from it. You know, right? Uh, uh, but, but I know just a little bit to know. Uh, uh, you know, the difference between upstairs and downstairs, and and how those repeated experiences, you know, impact us so much when it comes to stress and adversity. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. And 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 we and we go on and talk about you know the biology in the body, and and I, I'll try to bring these together, but. Um, um, at the Institute, you know, and, and just in our day-to-day lives, what we think about, you know, biology is um, um, many people have heard of, uh, um, we use the example of, of, of the childhood, the adverse childhood experiences study, right? And, and the reason we use that when we talk about biology is because how those stressful experiences uh, compromise our immune system, right? How they, how they compromise our, our nervous system, our stress system, and 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 so forth, and um and 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 so like from that particular study, and I'm not gonna get you know into the details of of the research, but I just want to make a couple points. Yeah. Is that of those people that were studied, I think it was close to seventeen thousand folks in that study. 
this is the thing about it, y'all. It was uh, it was it was middle class. Yep. Um, 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 had a had a, a certain level of, of education, of ed- education. Yep. Yep. and um, and and those individuals had a I think it was sixty uh, percent or so had had one or more ACE. You might want to fact check that. I, I don't have the info in front of me. Um, yep. um, but but this is the thing. They had uh, ACEs in their history, which means they answered a questionnaire, you know, about um, any abuse in your in your background, you know, uh, a physical, emotional, sexual uh, neglect, you know, uh, um, anybody in your home, you know, incarcerated, you know, substance substance abuse, you know, drug and alcohol, and and, and so forth. And um, and what they learned is in in that sample of people um, that I, that I that I that I, that I stated, um, um, the more adverse childhood experiences, you know, so the more adversity, the more stress, uh, it increased the likelihood of of mental and, and physical you know obstacles. So, for example, um, uh, it increases the likelihood of, of 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 daring. You know, me having depression. Or anxiety, or, or or substance, you know, use or a drug use, and and the list can go on, you know. Um, but this this is what I want to say about it. Not not just speaking about our our, our kids, um, 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 our, 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 our you know parents or a certain group of people. Um, I want us to think about you know all of us people as a whole, and yeah. and how it it impacts us all. In a few ways. So, so one example is this, and I and I'll I'll, I'll use some of my own personal uh, journey. When when I learned about you know stress and adversity impact you know on the biology and the body, um, this is what I used to think. I used to think, uh, you know, I grew up in Arkansas, small town. Uh, I love my grandmother to death. Raised by my grandmother, and and you know, I used to think. Everybody in my family has a history of high blood pressure, you know, diabetes, you know, things of that nature. And it was all contributed to uh, uh, good old soul food cooking, you know, yep, right. uh, my, right, my grandma, right. you know, because, uh, yep. you know, she would she would lay it down when it came to cooking, <laughs> right. you know, every, every, every day. Uh, but when I learned about, you know, stress and adversity impact on biology, this yep. is what I started to... This is what it revealed to me, is that, and it was hard. This is this is this was hard stuff that was revealed. I started to think like, well, dang, Darren, uh, 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 you were you were raised by your grandmother. Um, um, your mother, your mother uh, uh, was was married and divorced twice. You know, I could I could think about times as a youngster. Uh, um, where there was, you know, violence going on in 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 the, in the second marriage in the household, and um, and my sister and I, who's eight years older, we 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 were impacted and experienced experienced those stressors, you know, based on the type of uh, um, unhealthy, I will say, interactions, uh, relationships that were taking place, you know, in that in that environment. And, and 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 so it impacts me, you know. I'm not gonna bore you with the the mm-hmm. way it impacts my biology, but it does impact um, um, my 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 biology, you know. Yeah. Um, um, and and I'm not gonna get into epigenetics and DNA, but just know that it that it makes a difference, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in in my makeup, you know, my in my development, um, in my stress, you know, and and so forth. Um, it also uh, when you think about biology in the history, it impacts um, um, what I bring to the table, you know. Um, so, so, and I don't want to go too far down the road with this, but right. but I, I, I think this is important, Ton and JD, as as all the grown people that might be listening to this. Yeah. If 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 I'm interacting with with my 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 kiddos at the house, you know, I got I got a soon to be eight year old tomorrow. And a, and a five-year-old, you know, little boy, eight-year-old girl, five-year-old little boy. And um, um, I have to understand how my trauma, my stress, my yep. history impacts me current day. Um, because based on my history, yep. right, uh, um, if, if my kids want to come close to me, 
um, I, I feel a certain type of way. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's not just a surface level feeling. It's something deep down, Gosh. you know, in, in, in my body, my body and my biology and, and the way my, my, my system, my stress system responds to that. Because based on my history, follow me. I hope this makes sense. Based on yeah. my history, uh, to get close is scary for me. Yeah, I'm 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 wired up because of my history. I've been down a pathway of like you you get in relationship and they they disrupt and they end, and that still impacts me. You know today uh, in a, in a, in a lot of different ways in different levels. Um, and then and then I just want to. Uh, I say this about biology as it relates to um, uh, our kids is that go back to the adverse childhood experience study. Those people that were involved in that study, those, you know, close to 17,000 folks in that study, they were, they were like middle aged. Mm. They were middle aged. Our, our babies I know. And, and when I say babies, you know, it could be four-month-old, you know, four-year-old, 14-year-old, 24-year-old. Our babies have, 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 have checked off on all of those yeah. adverse events and stressors. Yep. Some, some of our babies before the age of mm-hmm. five, five months. Right, yeah. right, five, right, right. Five years of age. I know. So, 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 so just think about how the stress... In a deep way, it changes the brain. It changes the biology, and yep. and 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 then what it does for us when we know this, the impact on the brain and the, and the biology, it, it starts to make sense of 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 some of the behaviors that we might see. So I'm going to break it down through the body. Um, when we understand, you know, the brain and biology, and and, and 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 you know, adverse events and stress and this impact, we start to understand why. My 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 ten year old is 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 literally doing cartwheels to the breakfast table, and yep. and, and and my and my ten year old doesn't want to sit down, um um, and they want to stand and eat breakfast the whole yeah. time, yeah. And they just they just can't sit still, you know. I might say sit still, you know. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't don't throw that food, you know. Yep. Uh, yep. You, you're pouring, you're drinking the milk. It's all over your body. You're ten. Come on, why are you doing that? Right. Uh, yeah. But when I when I unpack. When I unpack it and I understand the impact, the stress, mm-hmm. and these adverse events, it makes sense why, why from a from a from a sensory standpoint, my 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 baby just can't uh, hold it together. And when you yeah. think about the brain and the body, all of that stuff starts to make sense. It 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 starts to make sense why you know I, I might ask my ten year old to to tie their shoe, and at and at the age of ten. They're still asking me for help because they the the, the body just can't seem to, to get it together when it comes to you know crossing over and, and, and doing the ears and all of that stuff, you know, for the tennis shoe. So we just have to know that the stress and the adversity it impacts the body in, in, in lots of ways. And then also two more things and and um uh about the belief system. Um, one thing about the belief system is this, is, is that because of the adversity and the stress in, in our kids, um, our, our, our kids and us, because of those events, have been wired up into, in a way from a belief standpoint where, where we see the world in a certain way, based on our history, and 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 and, and therefore our, our our self our self system is wired up um, in a way that might not make sense to to you as the adult mm-hmm. uh, sitting on the other side of this child uh, or sitting on the other child other side of 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 another adult, and and so 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 this is this this is what I mean. I can tell you how many times I, I did it the wrong way. And, 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 and one of the things that I, that I used to do, and I still struggle, struggle with it today, is, is a kiddo might be disrespectful towards me. They might cuss me. They might use some terms that, that it's just like, no, nah, that wouldn't fly at my grandma's house, so you're not going to use that with me. 
uh, um, it, but 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 this is the thing. Those 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 words are part of that that baby's belief system. You know, uh, a view of themselves. Some of the some of the things that that let's just take the word respect. Um, uh, respect from a, from a historical standpoint of that child. For some of our kids, respect is to hurt people uh, to get respect, to right. harm people yeah. to get respect. If I if I don't do that, then I literally don't survive and and, and stay alive. Yeah. For re, now now on the other end of the spectrum, respect might be, um, uh, um, you know, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir. You bring those two belief systems together, oh man. It could, it could be it could be catastrophic, right? Yeah. So yeah. so so we have to understand the belief system, and then lastly, uh, stress and adversity impacts behavior. Um, now now you might ask, why is Darren talking so much about brain biology, body, and belief system, and not saying much about behavior? Because because Darren, uh, behavior is 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 what I see and 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 I live and breathe every day as a as a as a parent. The reason I, I say a lot about um, uh, uh, brain biology, body, and beliefs is this: we spend enough time yep. chasing Behavior. behaviors, yeah, and yeah. And, 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 and 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 so we have to ask ourselves, you know, um, what just chasing behavior, what is, what what is it doing for us? You know, uh, is it, is it, is it meeting the needs of the, of the kids? You know, is it meeting the needs of the adults? Right. Um, so, so we have to step back and say, um, instead of focusing on, you know, 95% of the time and effort and energy chasing behavior, let's, let's, let's share some of that love. Let's, 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 let's focus on the brain, you know, Let's let's focus on the biology. Let's focus on the body. Let's let's focus on the belief system. My 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 my, my baby and, and 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 when we do that, and we have that understanding, we bring that understanding to the day to day, just interactions in life. Um, it changes behavior. Yeah, Darren, you said a couple of things, and my mind has just been like making all these connections. First of all, you were talking a lot about Texas and howdy and horn frogs and geckos. I'm from Texas. So I was, you just threw me back to my home. Um, But a couple of things that were just sort of rolling through my mind was just this, the idea of like a window of tolerance and how, when we think about like the compounding stress and adversity, that's just, sometimes it's just like normal everyday stress. Mm-hmm. Like we all just experience just the things that have to happen to simply get through the day. And then when you compound that, you know, over and over and over again without like some of our normal coping strategies available to us or the ways that we would sort of blow off that stress. And then when you do think about kiddos where it just starts compounding on them, I, I think I think it makes sense to sort of go, oh, this is why some behaviors happen the way that they do. And, and, um, I mean, I appreciated you sharing some of your own personal history and it was, it was speaking deeply to me. I don't know that I've shared this on the podcast, like specifically, but during the season of COVID and just being home last year, Mo and I both made like a very concerted effort to just spend some time on our health, like our physical health and well-being. Um, and just the years of stress had caught up to us and it was evident. And so we like went on a deep, intentional health journey and did all the things right. Like if I'd gone to a doctor and they were like, Tana, you need to you know, lose some weight and exercise and drink more water. And like, I was checking all those boxes and, and like actually did see some physical like evidence of that intentionality. And we were like six months into COVID and I was having like rushes of adrenaline Mm -hmm. and my blood pressure was like skyrocketing. And I was having like heart racing and things that were not a normal part of like my physiological response. 
And I mean, I had to go to the doctor and, and I was like, look, I've you know lost X number of pounds. Like, why am I on the other side of actually like actually physically better for the first time in my life talking to you about anxiety medication and blood pressure medication? Mm-hmm. And I had to, I made some choices to put, to get on blood pressure medication and some other things. And I'm so grateful I did that. But if I hadn't understood like the role of stress on my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I, it, it speaks very much to what you were saying, Darren, like just from a historical standpoint, major health stuff in my family. And I too was, I think, sort of making some assumptions that weren't necessarily fair assumptions of my family and maybe even myself. And so I hate that it even took me like embodying stress in such a tangible way. I mean, I've known all the things that we've just talked about and and have attempted very much in my own home and family mm-hmm. to have empathy and understanding and make room, if you will, for the reality of these bees in my kids and family members. But man, I saw it like upfront and personal this last year on me. Um and I'm, I mean, I'm taking my blood pressure medicine two times a day and, and I still feel the rushes of adrenaline. Right. And it's like my body was like, and peace out, Tana, enough is enough. And, yeah. and I think, I mean, I told my doctor, I was like, I, I don't want to be here forever, but I think I need some time to recover. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm in like recovery mode still. And I don't know when it will wane, but I, I just, even for parents that might be thinking about themselves, like this is not you know, just something fun to talk. Like, this is reality. Like, this is how the human body is physiologically designed to respond to stress and adversity. And it is not, it's not a choice. Like, we do what we have to do. And very often, it's the best we can do. Like, we are literally doing the best we can. JD, did you have some... Well, yeah, and I, I just think about you sharing that, and you have an immense amount of knowledge about uh, and awareness of the effects of stress in the body and of um, anxiety and all of that. And I think you you are fortunate enough to be in a position to kind of see that and kind of know, like, you know around the curve what, what kind of comes with that. So you can kind of know what questions to ask a physician. I think about everybody who might be feeling these effects or... Um, or Darren, like you talked about, this this sparked my brain, this long line of family members who all lived in incredibly stressful conditions, who all battled some really tough stuff growing up and uh, did not have the tools or did not have the resources or the opportunities to unpack all of that and to be able to process through it to heal some of that stuff. And I think uh, to put it physically, like I, you know, I grew up running track and cross country and uh, I broke my foot as a senior in high school and uh and I, like, uh, this was maybe, I don't know, a year ago or so, um, was having a conversation with, with somebody who's a physical therapist at our, at our church. And this person could watch the way that I walked and pinpoint, like, oh, did you break your ankle or something at some point? And I was like, well, yeah, my foot. And they're like, oh, yeah, wow. your right foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so, I was so creeped out by that. But my body had adjusted over time. Like, like yep. obviously humans are super resilient. So it's not to say that like these things yep. happen and all of a sudden we're just hosed and we're just going to be debilitated the rest of our lives. We will adjust and overcome, but there are going to be long lasting effects that Darren, like you talked about, do, like you said, you don't want to go into epigenetics and, and uh, DNA. And I'm kind of like, uh, how much time do we have? Because I would yeah. love that. <laughs> Because yeah, I think the real. thing that we overlook, and you you mm-hmm. talked about this, Darren, like you yeah. you had a very stressful upbringing, or, or or like you would score higher on the ACEs test because of your upbringing. And so when you think about your kids, like I think in the uh, we do this all the time too. Like we think, oh well, our kids, you know, like they're in a nurturing, you know, safe, like whatever home. Uh, we don't think about the fact that we are bringing in and passing along some things from our own history as well. And so uh, I would love if you would talk a bit more about that, about the, the, the passing on, almost the, um, the idea of like that generational passing down of um, the effects of stress and adversity on the body. So Darren, you kind of mentioned, and, and I think I was thinking and feeling it too, as, as I alluded to a little bit earlier, about even just like the family context of stress and adversity. And so... Um, one of the reasons why 
thinking, at least for me, like had a major paradigm shift when I started just thinking about those five Bs Mm -hmm. with the lens of stress and adversity on. I think that it gave me um, not only some understanding, like you said, I loved it when you were like, let's share the love and look beyond behavior and let's give some of our attention and thought and time and energy to the other things really going on behind that behavior. And that, I mean, really was the major game changer in our family, in my parenting journey. And then like, even for how I viewed myself, like it helped me figure out like what's going on with me. And I think it did, JD, as you even said, like give me some context for my own health journey and like how to make sense of that and how to have compassion for myself in that moment. And so, you know, when we think about stress and adversity and and we think about it, the reality of it on an individual. And then, I mean, we could have a whole episode when we talk about stress and adversity and the impacts on the family system. Right. Because that's very real. I mean, there's so much going on in the system of a family and how we come together and how we do life together and how we bring ourselves to those interactions and how we bring our history to those interactions. So maybe that's another episode. But what I feel like you have that you could sort of even offer this conversation and I think would be valuable and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it is how does all of this play into um, the larger systems that we live in? You know, the systems that we function in on a day-to-day basis and the systems that play that are influencing us, um, you know, and our children and our families and our communities. So can we talk about stress and adversity with the systems lens on um, a little bit? And I'd love your just initial thoughts on that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, uh, when I hear you, Tana, um, part of my brain goes all the way back, you know, uh, a few generations back in history. And, and then and then my brain comes forward, you know, when we think yeah. about the system, because I, yeah. I think about, you know, historical trauma and, and yeah. generational trauma and that systemic effect and, and they're, they're, they're different, but, but all intertwine, yeah. you know, and the first thing that comes to mind, and, and again, I, I, I just want to, you know, share some personal info. I've, I've never even shared this out, out loud, <laughs> out, on a podcast, out on a podcast, but, uh, you know, I think, I think about my, 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 on my father's side of the family, um, um, I knew my great grandfather, like, you know, um, I, I met him as a, as a youngster. I can recall going to his house and this this is the thing about it. If if you if you go back to his father, um, lived in Louisiana. He grew up in Louisiana on a plantation. His father was a plantation owner, and um, and and he was uh, born, you know, um, um, from stressful yeah. <laughs> uh, experiences. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah. and 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 so he was birthed. Uh, from 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 traumatic you know experiences stressful experiences um um and, and, and things of that nature and um and so if you even think about it from from that perspective uh um my great grandfather uh grew up on a plantation had those stressful experiences he was born about the age of 10 he he hopped a train in louisiana jumped off a train uh in the town i grew up in, in, in Arkansas. And, and so, so, so if you think about the impact on, on, oh, on yeah. the person as a, as a whole and, yeah. and the way that he uh, viewed the world. Yeah. Um, so, so think about um, how, how, how he viewed the system, if you will, you know, yeah. um, his view on his, his family. Um, so, so for example, when you think about stress and adversity, um, part of it is is just knowing, you know, what the, the stress and adversity and the impact, you know, on, on the five Bs like we talked about. Now, it, knowing it makes sense, um, and I could go back and, and think about, now it makes sense why, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 we keep, you know, quote-unquote family secrets, you know, and I've, I've, I've mm-hmm. heard the, 
yeah. you know, the, the 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 old school generation, you know, growing up, uncles, you know, aunties, you know, grandparents, and and so forth. For people in the community, is like, uh, uh, you, baby, you just let that rest. Like you, you, yes. you, let, you, yeah. you let the dead, you let the dead people stay dead, and you don't yeah. bother. Yeah, and 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 you and you just you just move on. And and now I know it's 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 very complex. Um, yeah. and so so if, so if you if you go back to your point, Tana, and you think about mm-hmm. just that one example of 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 mm-hmm. uh, those stressful experiences that my great grandfather went through um, in on that plantation. And then now, when you think about how do you do how do you do relationships in your own house if you don't if you don't trust, right? right. You know how 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 do you how do you connect uh, in, in in you know in, in an emotional way with your with your your spouse, uh, your significant others, or or your kids, or or people in the community um, if 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 your relationships have been disrupted, uh, uh, distrust has been dropped in. And, and all of those experiences have taken place early on in childhood. And I'm not talking about it as an adult. I'm talking about early on. So you wired up uh, to operate in a certain way yep. in, the, in, the, in the family system. <clears throat> um, and then also, <clears throat> when, you, when you think about, excuse me, when you think about um, um, that, those experiences, that, those, that belief system, that mind frame, you know, now being passed on, you know, to the next generation and in the in the, the next generation, and, and so so think about this: take that belief system of a family going inside the school, right? Um, and if that if that school system has a, has a certain belief system, uh, or if that school system doesn't, and, and that family don't understand the impact uh, or the, uh, of stressful experiences and adversity. Just, just think about that collision uh, that that yeah. that takes place. You know, uh, we we do a lot of work at the institute with um, um, juvenile justice uh, yeah. um, um, uh, across the United States, and, and 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 think about this historically. You know, you think about historical trauma, and 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 you think about those kids that that might be uh, inside a, a, a system. That's, that still may operate in uh, in, um, in 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 ways that might not be uh, attachment based, right? Yeah. Um, or have an understanding of the impact of stress and adversity, um, and, and and just think about how that particular system, you yeah. know, without any 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 change, you know, a transformation, you know, for for the better, uh, um, contribute to the stress while Kia might be. In, in, involved with the system, right. and that's yep. a fa- and that's a family or or youth entering into that juvenile system yep. uh, uh, based on mistrust of 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 all of the history for generations and generations right. on 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 the system at hand. Right. You know. So so when you think about just uh, um, the impact on the, on the individual level and and how it um, just just pours into. Uh, the various parts of the community, the various parts of the system, um, you, 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 you're talking about uh, complexity, right? Yeah. And, 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 so, and so when you when you talk about complexity, you know, I think, I, I can't remember who said this, J.D., you, or, or a ton of, but when you talk about complexity, you know, one of the things that y'all said was, this is, this is hard. Um, and, 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 it, and it's hard on the individual self, is is hard on a, a community wide within yeah. the family yeah. across the system. So 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 complexity uh, calls for uh, uh, complex problems. Call for complex solutions, right? Yeah. And and and, and, and and part of that process, going back to what y'all stated earlier, is 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 being aware, yeah. having having these conversations, and mm-hmm. and and not just having any conversations. But but being transparent and being and being real, you know, yeah. in these com- conversations, um, and 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 for all of us, you know, um, nobody's counted out. You know, everybody should yeah. be counted in, of um, uh, focusing on the individual self and mm-hmm. and and being sure to embark upon 
um, your own journey. You know, one of the things that, that Karen, Karen would say all the time, Dr. Purvis would say, that really hit home with me. She, she would say, we have no business asking a mama, a daddy, an auntie, an uncle, a kid to, to, to do anything regarding addressing their stress or adversity or their history if we're not willing to embark upon our own journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, 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 yeah. so, we, so we have to, um, and again, it's hard, but we have to, um, as, as humans, you know, um, um, walk through um, um, this complexity, you know, that, that's, that's, in, that's, in, that's in front of us. It was interesting, Darren, literally right before you said complexity, the two words that were in my mind were complexity and curiosity. And I think, I mean, I would be super curious, if you will, for you to respond. I, I feel like there's been just a number of times that you and I've been in meetings talking about systems work and thinking about, I don't know, like, just what's the next right thing to do in any given situation? And I feel like one of the things that I've learned from you and that you've modeled for me is to like there, that there's a lot of questions that need to be asked before we can give that answer. And so I, I feel like you sort of do embody that spirit of curiosity when it comes to systems. And so I don't know if anything comes to mind when I say that or if you've got any thoughts or reflections, but I really do appreciate the fact that you seem to hold solutions with a curious complexity. I don't know. Does anything yeah. come to mind? Yeah. One of, one of the first things that come to mind, Tana, is um, when, you th- when you think about um, dealing with complexity and, and the next thing to do, um, I was just in a conversation yesterday uh, with Dr. Cross, and, 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 and this is, this, we were talking about complexity and we were talking about um, complex systems, and, and and what was interesting is that the the next best thing came down to something uh, that's simple but yet complex, and 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 it and it and it stands on our, our mantra that we talked about that we talk about, and what it comes down to is figuring out what the need is. Yep. And and the way you feel, the only way you can figure out. The needs, whether it's with a kid, a, a adult, or or, or or systems, you know, yeah. um, um, is 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 to have conversations, uh, uh, to ask the right questions, um, um, to send people off to ask the convers- you know, ask questions and be curious until you figure out what the needs are of the of the people that that are impacted most by. The, the the system or the complexities, you know, um, 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 with within the system because this is the thing about it, um, we 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 talk about and we use the word systems, right, and complex systems. But this the bottom line is 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 systems are people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Systems systems are people. Um, mm-hmm. So so as a as a as a people, you know, how do we stay curious? And always asking, you know, what what's the needs? And when you discover what the needs are, the needs is no different than a attachment cycle with a baby. You know, uh, uh, that baby cries, you're gonna be like, oh, let me put him on my shoulder, let yeah. me burp him, let me change the diaper. You you're gonna do everything that you need to do to adapt and be flexible until mm-hmm. you figure out what the need is, um, and that tells you the next step, which 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 calms that baby. Now now you take that mind frame. Uh, into a system, and, and it's the and it's the same process. Yeah, um, right. um, we 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 just we we just can't be afraid of you know seeking out uh, what 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 are some of the needs within this complex system? Yeah. Um, how how do we not just you know talk to um, I, I use you know um, the, the 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 words of just just talk to the the the, the top folks in in the system, mm-hmm. right. but, but how how do how do we talk to Everybody within the system, yeah, that's right. And how, and how do we have this this top down, bottom up, you know, us together against the world um, type of type of dance that's always seeking the need and and, and meeting the need. And, and so, Tana, when you ask that question again, I know it sounds uh, simple, 
but it but it is complex and it's very complex mm-hmm. when you start doing it you know so so I, I would just encourage people to keep that lens of of um uh seeking out the need and yeah. and, and and letting the need uh uh um drive what the solution is I, I think Darren about like as you're talking about this and systems are people and then we're we're having the conversation about generational things passed down and mindsets that are passed down and where we start to get into real uh natural hot water is when you have two very, very different histories represented in groups that are then trying to interact in a system together where those histories should not factor into how those groups interact. So like you might have, uh, so for example, like, you know, it's, it's jolting to hear you say that your great grandfather grew up on a plantation, right? Like that's, that's not that far. That's not that long ago. Right. And so to think about like, my great-great-grandfather did not grow up on a plantation. So, like, we come from two separate lines. And without awareness of what those histories do, we're going to naturally not understand each other at a pretty fundamental level because our histories teach us two different belief systems about each other, right? So I think uh, one of the things that I hear you saying and that I've seen, and I'm kind of going a certain direction with this, uh, with a story I'd love for you to tell in a minute, but, like, is without that awareness, we, we are gonna we are you know going to repeat the same uh, mistakes over and over and over again. But when that awareness enters the picture, and we can start to then understand uh, why we're seeing things differently and begin to unpack those, there's a hope for uh, a different outcome than has historically happened. And so, Darren, with, when it comes to like the, the different histories and systems and stuff, like how when when awareness has come of how those histories impact us, and we can start to unpack maybe some of the flaws in our in our thinking historically, or or where where those histories have caused strife and, and division amongst us. It, once those begin to unpack, we can really start to to see some systemic changes happen. And so I wonder if you might not share um, in Shreveport the story of, of Judge Madlock and kind of the story of, of you guys working with the court system there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got I got two stories, JD, if that's okay. Always. Come on now. Bring them. One a personal story uh, uh, based on uh, what we've been talking about, and then and then I'll go to Judge Madlock. But real quick, on the on a personal story. And, and having those these two belief systems having conversations, um, it was it was a couple of years ago. <clears throat> one of one of my good friends, um, um, I'm black, he's white. Yeah. Um, uh, we grew up very differently, right? Uh, um, um, and I'm not gonna go into the history, but we yeah, very different, you know, upbringing. And and um and there was a you know over the years there's been a lot of you know tension, you know, systemic, you know, racial tension. And and so we were having some, we would meet, you know, once a week, five in the morning for 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 coffee. And and for months we would have uh conversations. And 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 I'm just gonna say this and I'm not gonna go down this road. I'm gonna come back to, to Matlock. Sure. But I but I think it, it the, the conversation was 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 white privilege. Yeah. And we were ha- we were having a dialogue and it was real good dialogue. And we were being vulnerable with each other and going back and forth and um and 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 I don't want to say he was on the defense, but but he was he was he was he was on the defense with a lot of pushback. But yeah. but it was all yeah. good because through relationship, um, um, yeah. that that's that's what we. I mean, we, we you know we we're good to go. We're having good dialogue and so forth. But but check this yeah. out. Um, about four months later, he he said he he would. Uh, um, he was in Las Vegas at a, at a, at a, at a work event. He works for, you know, the corporate world. And, um, um, and, and he said he was, he, he, he went on break at a conference and he was standing in line at a, at a Starbucks and it was about 20 people in line. And he said, he said the first time in life, he looked around and, and, and everybody standing in line were, were white men with suits and shirts and ties and, and slacks on and the in and the and the baristas serving while people of color. Yeah. Now 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 this 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 is my point then I'm gonna go to Judge Matlock. Yeah. yeah. He he texted me in that moment and he and all he said was I had never been able to see before. Mm-hmm. He said 
he said, I see, I see differently now, um, um, based on what's going on. You know what I mean? And 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 it just and it just made and, and my point is, is it's it's a journey and 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 we were uh um you know focused on you know being curious and meeting each other's need yeah. uh to, yeah. to to get to that space to where it wasn't just him that 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 could see differently. I could also see differently because because he also began to share his perspective with me that I had no clue about. Cause that's right. Cause, cause, cause I don't see the way the same way he sees. Yeah. If you see, if you see what I'm saying, yeah. but, yeah. but, but that's on the individual level. So pa- fast forward in the work in Shreveport, Louisiana, um, yeah. you, you talk about seeing, you know, being aware, uh, um, and, and, and seeing differently. Um, judge Matlock has been a, has been a force of, of, of nature in, 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 in Shreveport and, and across Louisiana in the court system. And in his history, you know, he he wasn't always in, in in child services, you know, as a as a judge. I think he was like in the oil and gas industry, you know, for years. And 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 part of his story, what he shares, and I'm and I'm gonna share with you, is that when he began started to become aware of 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 stress and adversity and the impact you know, on him himself and thinking historically and, you know, looking forward and the families that he was serving in the courts and the staff working in the courts and so forth. He said he, 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 he began to uh, get up from behind the bench. He would go out in the hallways and he would sit on the, sit in the chair beside, um, I've heard him talk about beside a mama. And, 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 and he would, he would not go into the court proceedings and things of that nature. He, he would, he would, he said, he would just ask them what happened, what happened. And, and, and he said, you know, the, the mama, the, 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 the auntie, you know, the grandmother, the grandfather would just start sharing uh, um, their adversity and their stresses in their lives and 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 that opened up his eyes wow. to 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 see differently, but also to do differently in the in the courtroom, right? And 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 it and it was this learning process that took place. And, and so, like as I said earlier, um, the need will tell you what to do next. That that drives the next step, right? So 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 what I mean mean by that is he he heard these these stories of of, of stress stress and adversity coming from from these adults and these parents. So, so he's, so what he said is what I need not to do is, 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 is just, uh, do the traditional, you know, do the, do the crime, you know, do the time approach, uh, um, when I'm talking to the parents and the, in the kids. So, so just one practical thing that they did, he said, how can we set up an environment in the court where, um, um, we can, we can make this court experience, an experience where people feel safe and comfort, com- comfortable um, and, and don't even feel like they're like coming to talk to the judge and in court and attorneys in a, in a fear-based, punitive-based em- environment. So they, so they gutted out a whole courtroom. And, and, and in that courtroom, they, they, they created this, this full uh, uh, calming, what they call a calming studio. But, it, but it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a space <clears throat> where when you walk in the room, you, you you literally feel like you you in um you know some magical place. I mean it's it's yeah. lovely. It's it's, it's kid friendly. It's, it's people friendly. So catch this. Now if an attorney needs to talk to a parent, um um they they go into that space and and have the conversation. Oh, so that means even a parent could 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 be dancing around on the, the 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 little fun game on the floor while they're having a conversation or holding a weighted blanket. Or instead of sending that baby in the court for hours and hours, uh, uh, how about that baby going to the common studio? But then check this out. I think this is exciting. You talk about seeing the need and taking the next step. Um, um, one thing that Matlock told me that happened <clears throat> a few months back, he said a teenager came into court and had stole something or something like that. And, um, and, 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 and Judge Matlock said, I'm going to sentence you to, he said, this is, this, is your, this is your consequence. I'm going to sentence you to volunteering in the calming studio. 
So, so in this courtroom, they have this big old, wow. it looks little like a big circus ticket. So think about how this simple, you remember I said simple earlier, this simple uh, 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 circus looking ticket changes the game and the dynamic for this whole courtroom. Cause now parents and attorneys are looking at the judge and like, what? Why, why, why is this a fun and playful situation? <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, yeah. the, the kids stole, right? right. So, they, yeah. so, so that changes the game in the mind frame. And he gives this ticket and said, you have to go volunteer in the calming studio. You need <laughs> to volunteer hours. And, and that's how you pay, pay. But, 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 but check this out. He's sending the, the teenager yeah. to go walk with yeah. be, be he's the, the teenager side by side with an adult who's going to do this healthy attachment dance um, yeah. um, who can bring in the parents side by side and create this, 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 this beautiful yeah. experience. So when you go back to um, um, doing business in the day to day, right. Doing life in the day to day through the lens of the five B's, now that baby, uh, uh, that teenager, you know, that, that, that mama, that daddy, you know, that grandma, um, everybody is being put up under the wing in the brain, the body, the biology, the belief system is, is being mentored in a, in a healthy way. And, mm-hmm. and, and you're meeting needs. That's the bottom line. You're, you're meeting needs in, in, in ways that is just everyday, practical things that, that take place in that context in that environment, and the last thing I'll say about that when you talk about systems, um, having that type of experience, you know, in, in, in Matlock's court, um, he has now influenced other courts across the, the, the state of Louisiana, mm-hmm. other, other, other judges across the state, because as Tana said earlier, now everybody else is curious. They're right. like, how the, how the heck did you transform that, 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 that traditionally, you know, adversarial environment and make it a connected, you know, attachment-rich, sensory-rich uh, environment. How, how did you do that? And, and then I'll say this, and then I'll, I'll, I'll zip it up, J.D. <laughs> um, I, I get excited talking about this. Yeah, for sure. If, if, if you fast forward, you know, you got Matlock yep. uh, and, and yeah. his team and community, yeah. you know, transforming in, 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 in great ways, okay? Now you have other courts and judges curious. So a few months back, I'm, I'm sitting in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's like five judges from across the state. And we're sitting in the room, and I see two judges, one, one from New Orleans, one from Baton Rouge, and they're sitting in the room, and they're having conversations with each other for like seven minutes straight. I'm in awe. And this is the conversation they're having. They say, how, how, did, how do you do structure nurture in the courtroom. I know, I, I know, I know based on the law, there's, there's laws that, that I have to follow as a judge, but also if I'm going to bring hard news to a, to a, to a, to a parent in court, right. Um, uh, I might, I might, I might not just start off with the hard news. I start off with some structure, with some nurture, you know, I got, I got, I got to, I got to love on that mom. I got to love on that daddy. I got I to love on that baby. And then I might bring in the next step is some, is some structure. And then just as soon as I drop in that, 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 that structure, right, and that hard news, I'm coming back with some, with some nurture, and that's how we do it in the, in the, in the, in the courtroom. And, again, it's, it's influencing from the inside out because, right. because that mama and that, 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 that daddy, or that, that grandma or grandpa and, and that baby – they, that that stuff is contagious, right? Right, <laughs> so, right, so, right. So it starts to bleed into you know mm-hmm. the communities. It starts to bleed into uh, uh, the, the 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 generation and and being passed forward, you know, to generation after generation in in, in healthy ways. I I love that, and I think as we begin to kind of wrap up here, like the those mm-hmm. two stories in tandem of yeah. there being relationships. And because of a relationship, there's a place for hard and complex conversations to take place safely. Like it, it transforms. Like y'all, I mean, you talked about Darren, like you and your friend both being changed because of those conversations and his eyes being open. Uh, I mean, I think about the, you know, there's a uh, 
famous pastor in, uh, I'll, I'll leave names out of it, but like, um, famous white pastor, famous black pastor, like went to go join each other for, for dinner one night. And, um, you know, they're just walking and talking and, um, and going, the, the black pastor was hosting the white pastor, like walk into a nicer, uh, restaurant and black pastor said, oh, we have reservations for whatever time. And, and the, the waiter or the, uh, guy at the, at the desk was super rude to him. He's like, oh, late, of course. And the white pastor, you know, didn't think anything of it. And the black pastor just calmly like, oh, yeah, sorry. You know, we're getting here. And the guy makes one more snide comment. And the white pastor jumps in. And he's like, who do you think you are? How are you doing? And he said, in a moment, it clicked for me that this guy's assumption was because my friend was black, like there were these stereotypes that he was going to hold in. And he said, in that moment, he's like, if I heard, you know, a story of a waiter being rude to some person of color somewhere, he said, I would think, golly, that's terrible. And just keep on flipping through. He said, when it happened to my friend, he's like, I'm ready to go to jail that night. Like he said, it was all I could do. He's like, he, my friend had talked me down from not like jumping across the table and just losing my, <laughs> losing my job as a pastor that night because there was a relationship there and I know that person. And when somebody else assaulted that relationship, I was ready to go to war for them. And then he said, you know, you take that and fast forward as, as, in the last few years, these different racial tensions have been uh, no different than they have been in our in our history's past within our country, but they've been elevated because we, we now see them and hear about them a lot more often and a lot more publicly. And he said, every time one of those stories hits, it hits differently now because I have deep, close relationships with people who don't look like me. And so I feel those things differently. I act differently when I'm out in the community. So I think as we close, the thing that I would love for us to all kind of walk away with is this idea that like uh, when you begin to think about systemic change and, and systems um, on a whole, it can get really suffocating because of what you talked about, Darren, like how complex they are. Uh, but taking that next right step is almost always going to be in the context of a relationship. And when we can form relationships to have conversations with people and, and begin to uh, have a, this mutual attachment and connection with each other as a basis for those conversations, that's how we look up in 5, 10, 20, 50 years and the entire structures and systems have changed because of these little um, smaller interactions along the way. And so, um, man, thank you so much for sharing all of that, for joining us today and, and giving us so much of your time. And um, there any, anything else before we close that you'd like to leave the people with today? I think the I think the last thing I would say, Tana J D, is um, what I said earlier is is uh, um, systems or people. Um, um, you know, we have individuals. You know, people in our households, and um, much of the disruption, the disorganization, the adversity, the stressors, you know, took place. In, in relationship, in relational ways. So the, the hope uh, that I, I'll leave with everybody and is something that I, I hold dearly is that the, the, the solutions are, yeah. are, are held, you know, in, in relationship. So, so, so don't overthink it, you know, yeah. uh, go, go with what we know and how can we um, just, just mm -hmm. work hard and, um, and, 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 and enhance our relationships, interactions. That we have with folks, because because uh, we 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 you know um, uh, the people you know all we have you know yeah. so 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 we have to to, yeah. to stick to, stick together and, and make the most of our time uh, mm. with each other. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. That's good. Tana, any last thoughts from you before we cut out? I, I've been thinking in the last just few minutes about how important it is, both individually and systemically, and you know, in a family unit and in relationship to move from sort of them thinking to us thinking and like doing our best to sort of hold one another in mind as we move forward. And so um, I think some of even my personal example of like, oh, I think I understood this until sort of it happened to me. And when I think about a place of like personal growth and desire is I don't want it to always sort of have to happen to me for it to matter. I mean, mm. I think there's something important and good and and really like healing and helpful and finding places of common ground and sort of saying, yeah. 
I'm in relationship, like your example, and I, and, uh, and I saw that happen to my friend and sort of it validates something is true because we've experienced it or seen it or felt it. But I think there's also this, like, what does it take, especially, you know, for me as someone that does have inerrant privilege as a white person to sort of bear witness and, and validate experiences that I haven't even seen because people are just saying they're true. Like, what does it mean for us to be, to hold one another in mind and to move from like them to us um, and to be in, in relationship? Like Darren just said, like, we, we are kind of all we have. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it is sort of up to this like collaborative desire to be curious and open and humble um, and realizing that there is a sense of like, I don't know. I I need this as much as my children do. If I think about it in family context, like I need to understand stress and adversity, and I don't know. So that's I think that's my takeaway to some extent. It's just to be conscientious of thinking about it like that. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I obviously Darren deeply value you and appreciate you. Just speaking over us, you know, and just bringing some of your personal experience and all of that to the table and respect you so much individually and professionally. So thank you for being on with us. Anything else to say in in closing? Any last words? Yeah. I would would just say thank you all for having me. And uh, um, I feel like we can talk. talk, Forever. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I wish we could just talk all day. uh, Seriously. It's it's much to be discussed. But thank you all for having me. and, And thanks for all the the great work and in, in, uh, in, in getting uh, resources, you know, uh, to the to the people. So, yeah. thank you. Thanks, Darren. Awesome. We'll do it again. Thanks, Judy. Well, as I mentioned in the introduction, Darren is one of our favorite people on earth. And uh, just a massive thank you to him for being willing to come uh, on with us and to talk with us. And we cannot wait to have him on again. So uh, that is all for today. Again, we'll be back so soon with brand new episodes, new guests. Uh, We cannot wait to share uh, some incredibly exciting announcements that we've been holding for quite a while now. So uh, for everybody at the ETC team, for Tana and Mo Ottinger, uh, for Kyle Wright, who edits and engineers all of our audio, for Tad Jewett, the creator of the music behind the ETC podcast, I'm J.D. Wilson, and we will see you next week on the Empowered to Connect podcast.